0: welcome back to black culture black thought where we take moments within pop culture current events and use them as a tool to reflect on black history theory and thought i'm chelsea here with Jode- jody and francesca whoo sorry jody how are you guys doing <laughs> i'm fine thank you chel how are you i'm good <laughs> how are you franny i'm doing good i'm doing good thanks for awesome. asking i'm really happy to be back with you guys i, I missed you i missed doing the podcast for like the last two episodes so it's great to be back and yeah oh, no. we're happy to have you back girl we missed you. you so this is a very special episode because <laughs> we did <dated> in america all right <laughs> <laughs> we got rid of trump this episode i'm gonna be completely 100 percent honest we did not write a script for it it's 100 percent just our reaction our thoughts on election night and the days preceding it and just how we're feeling right now so how are you guys feeling first of all when it finally came out wait let me even backtrack i think i want to start off how did you feel on election night when it started looking like trump was going to win <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> <Ooh, girl. laughs> yeah. We all, all of us, were like in the group chat. Like, this is too much. We can't watch yeah. it. We're, <laughs> but, you know, Jody was like, "I'm just gonna watch a movie with black people."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I did, and it was good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were all like super nervous, super, super anxious because I, I don't think we thought the numbers were gonna, you know, okay. come off so close, like like oh my god what's happening is this gonna happen again is he gonna win again so
0: we were all anxious and nervous and shit like it was crazy yeah <laughs> i think like i had i i didn't realize my anxiety was going to be that high and even knew that like most likely like trump supporters were going to vote on election day and everybody else would do like mail and ballots so i knew that the like I don't know. Like, I knew that this might have happened, but for some reason, I didn't connect that this would happen. And I was just like, I can't watch this. I'm watching a Christmas movie, turned on a Christmas movie, but then had like New York Times <laughs> open on my cell phone. And it was like refreshing constantly. So it was just like, I couldn't deal. I went to sleep very early that night. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Same same I was like I'm over it I'm gonna just leave it up to God I'm gonna go to sleep
0: exactly (laughs) (laughs) but then I also think that like I think just him winning like Florida because I think that we got that on like election night or very early the next day was like telling and like was the hint At, like, okay, this is not going exactly how we thought this was supposed to go. This is not the landslide that we expected Mm -hmm. it to be. And I think that that was, that's a problem that we need to reckon with within the Democratic Party of, like, why, what's the disconnect here, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, at last, after many days... (laughs) It was announced on Saturday, this past Saturday, that Kamala Harris is the vice president of this country. I'm gonna skip over Joe Biden. That's cool. That's cute. That's fun. Whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> we have a black woman VP, which... If I'm not mistaken, um, I'm pretty sure every other VP have been, like, white men leading up to this moment. Yeah. That I, is I you're, you're, like, really oh, the first woman or the first woman of color VP. Let's get this clear. She is the first person of color vice mm-hmm. president that we have. And that is such an important, mm-hmm. like, accomplishment for a black woman to have made. Absolutely. So I think that
1: that's, yeah, is. And I was. It, it's really big because representation means mm-hmm. everything in this situation. And, and to see her at like winning and, and, and just consistently throughout her career, you know, take, making great wins and taking great, great strides. And I think it's really like big for the younger generation, the future generations. They're going to see this and be like, okay, we got this, yeah. you know? Step. I would go as far as to say, like, even my generation, because not only is she the first person of color she's the first black woman, but she's also the first child of immigrants. Um, She's also the first Indian American. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, she's the first Caribbean American within there. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I can only speak in I terms, but as someone who is a child of immigrants, first generation Caribbean American, um, my mom is half Indian, so there's that aspect of it too. So to, despite like Whatever policies or however it was before, to see someone that kind of represents me and in the mm-hmm. White House was just very, um, very heartwarming in a sense. Like, Absolutely. it's just, it's, it's like for me, I was having a conversation and I was like, I finally feel seen as Mm -hmm. an American Mm -hmm. because before Mm -hmm. I never really felt fully seen. So to kind of like, I mean, I'm not going to get emotional because I did a lot of crying on Saturday every time she came on and I was like, Oh Lord. (laughs) But, um, but in doing that, it's, it's, it's like, you know, not only just for like West Indian Americans, but I think like for all children of immigrants to see someone in that place. It has us feel, yeah, we're, we're seen like Mm -hmm. we have every right to be here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I think, like, children of immigrants, I think they just live, like, a very, like, different type of, like, hustle lifestyle, in -hmm. a way. Because Mm -hmm. their parents sacrifice Mm -hmm. so much to bring them to, like, to be here, to be in this country. And I think that resonates with, like, the children of those families, and they want to carry on that, like, not that burden, but like, want to make their parents proud. So, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't like imagine like what an accomplishment this is to f- children who come from immigrant parents, like you know, and just yeah. like are seeing it like we can like we belong here, you know. Yeah, yeah. It
1: it you said it right there. Like we belong here. It's just like all the hard work that our parents have done, all the sacrifices that they have mm-hmm. made for us to be able to have a better life there's always that saying that you know you want the generation after you to be better than the generation before and this is just a prime example mm-hmm. of you know of of knowing that all the blood sweat and tears that kind of went into building a life in this country which is hard to do mm-hmm. it's you know yeah this is a good result from it yeah yeah, absolutely yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And just, she, she just represents so much at this point, even like representing for the HBCUs mm-hmm. being a Howard university grad and pledging yeah. AKA, I know HPA are going crazy right now. Like, mm-hmm. Cause you know, I, I think that's huge for like HBCUs, you know, and just bringing recognition to how much they help in the community. I mean, in just the world, just it's, or it's, well, this country, I'll say this country, yeah. but it, it's just a how how many how much this is going to impact just her yeah. being VP has how much it's gonna infa- impact our generation.
0: Yeah and like that but then I, I also got emotional when she was talking just for the simple fact I was like oh my gosh we have somebody who can like speak in full sentences and makes fucking sense and can inspire people instead of trying to divide people and yeah I feel like you know I am not of the camp of like Trump's out of office and therefore we're like let's get shit back to normal and that's a success but it was just nice to like have the office of the presidency mean something again like exactly. you know exactly yeah even if it's just like for a moment because i think like even within this episode i know I, t- I text you guys both like let's keep it positive i still think that we need to be very critical of this presidency that's about to come because i think that they both have things that they need to reckon with and need to adjust in order to actually serve their party but mm-hmm. just like for that moment of like we finally have, like, again, after four years, after, like, a shit ton of shit went down with Trump. And, like, just, like, almost to the point where, like, time seemed to go on forever, but then it seemed to like, pass in the blink of an eye because you can't keep up with everything. But it's so much that it's, like, when is this going to end? It was just nice Mm -hmm, to, like, hear mm -hmm. somebody say something inspiring, you know?
1: I agree. I agree. And I I also think that, like, when you said it's time to be a little bit more critical. I think that they, at this point, they know that they have some real shit to do because these are the same issues that almost made them not win presidency that, you know, allowed us to, like, question, you know, whether they were going to be up for this challenge and able to, you know, make a big change and make make things right. I don't know. Like, I
0: think that. I would hope that, but... So there's an article in the New York Times with like AOC. She did an interview and she was responding to some House members and like Senate members saying like why they think that they didn't win their seats. And Mm -hmm. she was just basically saying like, so these people who lost their seats were like saying, oh, well, it was because we embraced too much, like too many um, progressive agenda items and the Black Lives Matter protests really hurt us in, like, getting reelected. And AOC was like, you know, you cannot continue to, A, like, attack your base. Like, Black people are your base. So you're saying that the fight for their lives hurt your re-election? Like, that's not a... Hmm. So I think it's just, like, already that Democrats are framing it, like, instead of looking at their own campaigns and, like, their own policies, hint, hint, even Biden kind of ran his um election, like his campaign to the center to this thought of we're going to unify both parties and I want to bring in Republican voters who cannot stay like vote for Trump. Those people don't exist. So this thought of mm-hmm. unity is not necessarily where we're at right now. We are mm-hmm. still in like that confrontation pa- like stage. And I don't know if Democrats or established Democrats are like up for that job or if they are too much mm-hmm. so like Whew, sigh of relief, we got Trump out the White House, now we could go back to normal, not realizing that normal is what got Trump into the White House in the first place, you know? Mm. So I don't mm-hmm. know, I really don't know that, um, and that's like my biggest fear, is like my biggest fear is that things will just go back to normal, that this will not be a point of change. Mm. And I think the whole time while I was listening to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris talk, the one thing I kept thinking was, let this just be the presidency of like, we're going to do right. And we're Mm -hmm. going to do right at the, like, for the people, because they endured, like, we endured four years of doing, like, just doing wrong to the point where, like, 200, what, 40,000, 250,000 Americans are dead. So, which is, like, outstanding numbers. This is, like, tragic numbers that I don't even think we fully wrap our head around. We think about 9-11, and that was, like, a thousand plus people, and, like, times that by 200. Like, you know? It's just... (laughs) Sorry. I had a little bit of, like, a moment of, like, this is, like, a real shit show. But, um... Yeah, I feel
1: like... This is, like, four years of clearing. Because this is what it's going to be. Because people can't say we can go back to normal because there is no such thing as normal anymore you know Mm -hmm. and I I feel that um, yeah it will bring us together but I also feel there will be a lot of like um, infighting amongst the Democrats who want things quote unquote to go back to normal because they benefited from the normalcy prior to Trump or even during Trump you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but but it's but yeah now is a time in which that we can actually move prop- move forward properly yeah. move forward mm-hmm. and to kind of continue on mm-hmm. the work that was done in the administration beforehand
0: but i think it's even mm-hmm. like challenging that work and like really just maybe abandoning some of it and mm-hmm. going for more progressive policies and i think that what yeah. the Democratic Party really lacks in its leadership is the thought that they can't like that you have to cater to central like to middle America when those Republican voters are never going to vote for Democrats. Let's just get that nope. clear, okay? That is not mm-hmm. a thing because we also need to realize Trump got record turnout too. Like you mm-hmm. know, so let's remember that yeah. Trump got record turnout. So those Republican voters you're hoping to bring in, they come in ever. Yeah. So. Abandon them and actually play towards your base and your growing base is young people, people of color, and they mm-hmm. want more progressive agenda items. So yes. embrace those. So do you think
1: them. so? Do you think that like Biden is willing to embrace it? Because I mean I noticed in his speech mm-hmm. he actually he actually mentioned systemic racism, which in watching the mm-hmm. talking heads afterwards, a lot of them found it surprising that he mentioned systemic racism because he's the first like public official to actually say something about that and needing to address it as well as like him actually coming out and saying, same with Kamala, just saying like, um, you know black people
0: were the backbone of this swing. yeah well i think that they have okay. to address it because it's just a factually true black people mm-hmm. were the backbone of it and i think mm-hmm. that that vote wasn't necessarily a given to mm-hmm. a lot of black people and they knew that it wasn't a given to a lot of black people and black people literally literally saved his ass in yep South Carolina or North Carolina? One of the Carolinas. Where Clyburn is? North Carolina. Yeah. So he yeah. owes his whole like if, if it wasn't for that state and that way that, that state turned out during the primary, he would have lost the primary, so he would not have been here. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's just that. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I think Biden from his policy since, like, kind of the resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement till now for Black people or for even prison reform, is anything inspiring me to think that he's willing to take on this challenge? No. Mm. I think he's willing to take mm. it on in, like, mm. in words. I think he had to say systemic racism because Trump is such a, like, he's the embodiment of that, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah, you can't ignore it. And, like, ignoring it would have pissed people off but i think do i think like i like i think he might try to try like try things but the things that he tries i don't think is going to be beneficial Mm. in helping black people actually like live a free life here i think that some people might think of it as like oh well you have to take baby steps but i think that those are like more distracting steps That you would take versus baby steps forward. I don't think they're going to be small gains. He's already talking about like, oh, Mm -hmm. I don't want to cut the budgets to the police force. I want to expand the budget to encompass like more um, training programs and this and that. And it's like no amount of reform is going to work when at the end of the day, despite increases of measures to record police officers or increase of awareness around Black Lives Matter, police officers are still killing Black people. No amount of reform is... Changing that, like it, you have to just separate yeah. police officers from Black people, and is Biden there to admit that? No, not at all.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's so, yeah, lot to ponder. That's, sorry, we just had. a yeah, I was like, to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, but like I had a thought. Got to collect my thoughts before I express my thoughts again. I'm like, right. and all I gotta be like, yeah, I you're mean, right. I think what this- <laughs> i do agree with you when you're saying that you know he he had some pressure to address it being that like at this point everyone is screaming for like we this is like non-negotiable at this point you know and we're making it very much known and that's the reason why i basically say um for the most part i think that they'll have a lot more Mm -hmm. pressure or be held accountable to meet everyone's um, true needs because it's it's at this point there there is no no more ignoring yeah. it you know we are heading out to the polls we're not just going to be voting for you we're going to be voting for Senate and Congress and everything we're going to be doing our part so you have to do your part yeah. as well and. Then their part, that means having some new conversations and really hard, trans- hard conversations, being transparent and honest about the direction in which they want to even fix these issues, the hypocrisies, the injustices, blatant systematic racism, you know, like you, they have to just be very clear and honest. And I think I think for the most part, he's doing a good step. I mean, it's a, it's a nice it's a good direction that he's even speaking about it right now where nobody no 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 poli- poli-
0: politicians really want to address mm-hmm. these issues mm-hmm. so yeah i think like so to me i think the next step about and this is what aoc said in her um interview uh, and she's like it depends on like how his cabinet starts to like fill out. Like, you know, does Bernie Sanders yeah. have a seat at that table or somebody who represents who Bernie Sanders is? Is that person at that table? Are there people mm-hmm. of color who are at that table that push a progressive agenda cuz while representation matters, what they represent also matters too. Uh-huh. So, if you have a whole bunch of like people of color but they're pushing for fossil fuels, they're pushing for more police like a higher police budget those are not the people I want sitting at the table that's not the representation right uh, right so and I think even like right. Kamala Harris kind of falls into that camp a little bit with her yeah. record like yeah she's a black woman but let's talk about what she represented as a black woman and I want to celebrate uh-huh. her right now because girl you did that but also like it's like what James Baldwin says like I love this country so I get to be very critical of this country I love black women so I get to be critical of black women too I'm Mm -hmm. like, girl, we need to look at your record and see how that is not what you can do in this office. Like, you know, so and like with Biden, like, and I think it's weird because it's like, I don't know if I actually really love this country immensely. Truly Thursday, not Thursday, Tuesday, I was really thinking like, so where am I going to move to if this guy wins again? Because it's not here. Um, So I'm willing to Mm -hmm. move this country real quick. I like, was looking at Denmark.
1: I love Denmark, so I was like, okay. maybe Denmark. Yeah.
0: I was like, you don't find me on the beach.
1: In the I'm gonna go to Jamaica. That's what I was you saying be- I'm eat Listen, oxtail. i was like, okay,
0: oxtail all day, I every day. Husband, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this jerk chicken. I'm gonna mm-hmm. learn to like aki. I think that's how you pronounce it, right? A yeah, aki. A- right? yeah. Yes. Aki, Aki. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan of it, except for like my brother at my brother's wedding. They had like these Aki egg rolls. That thing was good. That's mm. all I could get to. It, right? <laughs> but yeah, I was planning Jamaica. I was like, we go find a place by the beach and yeah. just live your best life. <laughs> Fuck this country. But um, I think, in terms of like being critical of Kamala and Biden, Joe, I think it's such an important thing that we need to do right now because. We know as Black people that Trump can happen again. He's already threatening to run in 2024. So we already know that that possibility is way too real. And that if we mm-hmm. don't push this country's administration, we don't push these country's leaders to do better, to do right, that it will happen again. And mm-hmm. I just can't, I can't do yep. it. I'm not no, doing I, I, it again. I, I, uh-huh. No, no, I wholeheartedly agree. And I kind of get
1: the feeling that, um, with the climate change of how America is, that we are going to push them to actually make yeah. these changes. Out of fear of having someone like Trump again, yeah, you know, like yeah. we're going to be holding you accountable because we put, you know, you mm-hmm. work for us because we put mm-hmm. you in this position. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to do your job, point blank. Like, yeah. don't play politics. Absolutely. It's like this thing I saw the other day is like, when you go low, um, don't go high, just go lower. It's like, you know, don't try to. Don't you know? Maybe it's time to be a little bit petty in some cases to kind of get your point across. You know what I mean? Just like do it. Like, Like, don't be a politician. Like, be a human. Like, we saw what happened the last four years. We came on the precipice of having like a dictator, an autocrat. You know, and like, you don't want that to happen again because that's not what America is.
0: You know. I think, like, that's the thing, though. Like, we need to be careful when we say that. that That's exactly what America is. Mm -hmm. It's just we need to re-envision what America is going to be. Like, everything that happened in the past, everything that led up to Trump being president led him, like, guided him to becoming president. Like, you Mm -hmm. know? So, Mm -hmm. and I think that that was... Not by accident, not by happenstance, not by like, oh, we didn't intend this weird side effect. It's like, no, this is who you gave power to in this country, low level white men who somehow earn mass amount of money or con their way into money, that's who you give power to. Like what did you think was going to happen? You guys, like, mm-hmm. we pay way too much in our entertainment industry. He is an entertainer. Of course, he's going to become president. We already see it happen with Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. when he became governor. Like, mm-hmm. this is not that mm-hmm. far fetched. So, he's just really bad. And it was just like a really bad time. But he, 71 million people voted for him. Mm hmm.
1: So this is and that like tells
0: exactly- you something that says yeah. a
1: lot yeah. because you need to change the the it minds of up. those seventy one million. We're the ones of us that voted for Biden. I think we're good, but those seventy one million people that voted for Trump, you know, those are the ones you need to be reaching out to and but trying me. to change their minds. Mm-hmm. But but I think at the end of the day, it was like fear
0: fear of change yeah. is what. But I think result in Trump being so- office. Okay. I think like who does that reaching out to those people and is that a wasted task because if after four years because it can't be Biden and it can't be like it can't we cannot have a president who's going to reach out to people who voted for Trump after four years of Trump Mm. like you know like (laughs) those are not people who I want on my team no those are people who I'm going to look at side eye and be like bitch what don't was, come at me because I'm afraid you're going to kill my ass. Like, quite basically. Literally. Or those Why 55% right? of white women that voted for him. Like, exactly. it
1: like 55%. I was like, are you kidding me? It's crazy. <laughs> So, we predicted I that. I was just like, I was maybe
0: thinking maybe
1: 50, <laughs> 51, but for like an increase?
0: That's says I mean, We have to look at yeah. like yeah.
1: volumes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but we have to look at the increase and think, I think it speaks different both of them speaks volumes but I think it's speaking to different things Mm -hmm. like yeah, there was an increase among white supporters for Trump, but there was also an increase amongst black supporters for Trump and I tried to write that off at, at first it's like, just these weird rappers trying to, like, support Trump, but I think there's more to it, and I think that's something that the Democratic Party really needs to pay attention to, is, like, why would black people vote for Trump at, like, double its rate in some places? Like, you know, like, I think last, like, yeah, in 2016... Yeah. of black women voted for Trump now is 8%. So why are black people voting for Trump? And a lot of this, I think, has to do with it is that they're framing like this current Black Lives Matter movement to be a result to a Trump presidency when in reality, it superseded him. Like it came before him. And we can't Mm -hmm, forget that. mm -hmm. Yeah. and they already experienced a joe biden administration or administration that joe biden was a part of that didn't speak or didn't solve this issue already and that left hurt feelings yeah. and that wasn't addressed and other than i'm obama's yeah. friend hmm. and you can't criticize mm-hmm. obama because mm-hmm. obama was like a god to the democratic party which love obama too but we can also be very critical of obama as well yep
1: yeah, if you right. choose this life, right. you're open to criticism. You, you
0: exactly. Yeah, shit. Like mm-hmm. as a podcaster, we're open to criticism. <laughs> like you know, so and we want it. Thank right. you. <laughs> but please <nice>, okay. don't <laughs> curse me out in the comments. I'm sensitive. I'm a cancer. Okay. <laughs>
1: i'll do my best chelsea not to
0: (laughs) but no but seriously like you have to be willing to be criticized and we have to i think something that like in the media mainstream media the democrats they just don't criticize obama and i think it's such a lost opportunity because you can always learn to grow and be better Mm -hmm. right you know obama wasn't he was great by in a lot of ways but he was also caused a lot of harm and a lot of terror and all like in other ways and we need to recognize that too yeah definitely and that repeat exactly Mm -hmm. so ladies do you have any other thoughts i know i feel like it's a weird feeling because i felt relieved that they won but then also like starting wednesday evening i like knew that they were going to win so it wasn't Mm -hmm. this joyous like oh my god we're done it was just kind of like yay he's gone yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) like the first reaction i had was like it was like when i heard I, i i i smiled and then i just like imagine trump being upset and i then i laughed. i laughed very hard and I was like i was like it's so bad i get so much joy out of i out of i what i know is his frustration yeah. over this so you know it made me so happy i know i know i know i was like it was here i heard like Baby. someone scream I'm like, what's happening? And then I heard all these people started screaming. And then the women from the hair salons Mm -hmm. across the street came out and started dancing on the street. So I turned on the TV and I was like, oh my word, you know, but I think (laughs) my favorite thing about it all was like how the world leaders automatically started like tweeting their congratulations. It's as almost as if they're like in their group chat, they were saying, listen, we got to say something quick so they can't change their mind about this. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, let's just let's just just let's just say congrats real quick real quick so yeah yeah and and chelsea you you were speaking about this like for a while now about you know trump not yeah. conceding he's no. never
0: going i was to just gonna concede, say that, and that's fine because we don't i was like to. i was we it's not necessary yes and no so like there's i'm gonna send it to you too there's a video um Van Jones talks about it on TED Talk about what happens if a president doesn't concede and it's quite frightening just the video Um, so I didn't want to, like, I was going to mention it, but I didn't want to bring it downer. Because I feel like I'm more of, like, the uh, reality check. Eh, this could go wrong in this way. I didn't want to do that right now. Why is it an episode on a high note? But since you brought it up, Franny, let me tell you, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do it,
0: Franny. Come on, girl. Let's listen to this. Let's hear it. <laughs> no, I am so I find it to be very interesting that very few Republicans have acknowledged his um, Joe Biden's win. And Mm -hmm. so you haven't Mm -hmm. like Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham haven't like congratulated Joe Biden for winning. And that's unprecedented. Like, you know, like in a year where like nothing is normal. Um, So I think the chance of Trump, it's weird because it's mixed messages happening right now so right now he's talking about like i'm not conceding i won this election i think he's trying to build up and frame a win or a possible case whether or not that case gets heard that's another thing um but i think like he's also saying like he's gonna run for 2020 2024 um so yeah so it's weird messaging however i'm just really frightened that if he doesn't concede and this is what van joltz was talking about if he doesn't concede that's like the one thing that tells that party's base to be like okay we lost give up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like so like what happens if he doesn't do that and then you have a base who is way more organized has way more guns than another base have been uprising so i think that that is a very real possibility but then also what mm. can happen is if he doesn't concede and he keeps arguing and arguing they can send in and i'm like doing a horrible job at explaining this so please watch the video Um uh, but they could send in <laughs> like their own electors so try to take over the electoral party so then you have faithless electors who don't need to necessarily vote in the direction that the popular vote did went in that state so even in that state they don't need to vote in that direction they can just vote for whoever they want but then they can also have it where it goes to the house and the house has to vote Mm -hmm. but the house doesn't vote based off of delegates they vote based off of delegation and because there's more red states than blue states even in like trump could lose the pop lose the popular vote lose the electoral vote and then have this delegation vote happen in the house and win that way so i'm a little bit nervous still he's not out yet yeah so it'll be like 2000 and that's exactly what he referenced it like yeah. we already seen this happen but mm-hmm. the stakes were lower mm. so mm. the stakes are just higher now so like yeah George Bush was bad and that was like a bad model for our, our like democracy this would be catastrophic if this happens yeah. <laughs> like again mm. so it's just like a repeat of 2000 yeah
1: Yeah. except yeah. yeah. there's no hanging chads you could actually be hanging a chad but it's it's I I find mm-hmm. it like interesting. Only like how you say only three GOP, three Republicans, um, seated public Republicans have said anything about the win, which I find is,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, really interesting and sad at the same time too. Yeah,
0: because I think it's like, going to be like an actual coup of our government. We might have yeah. t- like t- we might have people try to take over our government. Like I think so. So I think so because I find it interesting because right before not- we
1: started, I was reading and. Um, they name this random person in the Trump administration to be kind of in charge of quote unquote the, like the transition, but mm-hmm. she's already like digging in her heels and not wanting to share anything and, yeah. and and just making it like increasingly difficult. and no one knows who this person is and where she came from. and yeah, so it's yeah it's, it's fascinating. Yeah, I, and also I the fact like- I also find it fascinating that Trump is like fundraising for his legal fees
0: oh wow to fight this
1: oh yeah oh yeah there's been like emails to his base asking for money to for so they can fight this in court but people Mm -hmm. feel is that it's um it's fundraising so is that they were kind of they were hemorrhaging money towards the end of the election um Mm -hmm and it's probably mm. just to kind of pay back bills because let's face facts you know they had that whole press conference not at the four seasons
0: but four seasons girl, landscaping girl <laughs> you know I, I not too they are so tacky they are <laughs> like yo, yeah they are like, comically hilarious to me oh you cannot God. make this shit up you cannot make these past four years up it would be the most no. ridiculous movie right. outlandish unrealistic movie of a lifetime and we lived through this shit. Yeah, like i know oh my I gosh, know, I how know. Did I, how did i fuck that shit up that they thought that the four seasons landscaping next to what what was it next to like it's between like, a crematory, between an adult bookstore and
1: a crematorium i can't <laughs> i can't like <laughs> <laughs> picked up the phone it's like called it just said Yes. You know what I mean? Without even double checking. And you know it's like you know, <gasps> I always say the Republican Party is a party that refuses to say that they're wrong. So they dug in their heels rather than say they made a mistake, you know, and like no, this was deliberate. Yeah. We literally chose four season landscaping landscaping in like Philadelphia, the back yes. corners of like Philadelphia, you know. <laughs> oh God. Man. So tacky. So tacky.
0: <laughs> it's so, so Sorry. i don't know if you guys <laughs> like heard my sharp intake of breath here that i did when you were talking jody but i got a notification from like the new york times and they were just saying that mitch mcconnell throws his support behind trump not conceding so i thought he actually verbally threw his support behind trump not conceding but it was just like in his silence he's throwing his support behind him which is of course.
1: Yeah.
0: i didn't i didn't I didn't look at it as being
1: so strategic, but that—that's interesting that you broke it down. Yeah,
0: because like Hmm. now, because you're not contradicting Trump, so Trump now is like not being. So now you're like, you're saying essentially like, Miss McConnell, Lindsey Graham, and all of them actually think that Trump has a case, Mm -hmm. and Joe Biden is not yet elected the president, which is not true. But see,
1: but here's here's the interesting thing, right? So these people. I feel like people like Lindsey Graham and, and Mitch McConnell. They want they even though well, let's face it fast, Mitch McConnell might not be here within the next six years. But if you know, if he is and he wants to run again, he needs to he needs that base to stay in a job. So he's pandering mm-hmm. to that base. Same thing mm-hmm. for Lindsey Graham. Yeah. He's pandering to that base because that's what keeps them. Um, they recognize that this is what the Republican Party is now, and I've said it before, and I've said it again. All of this nonsense that Mitch McConnell is doing is so that he, this is his legacy, and he wants to make yeah. sure that his legacy continues. And it's, it's, it's. And I, I'm beginning to think like his ideal of what America could be is just like women in their house, barefoot and pregnant, black people back out well. in the fields.
0: Um, hence why my ass is going to mm-hmm. move out. Before this, like, I was gonna move with Trump one because I'm like not gonna be caught as some fucking handsmaid. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I will find myself in the Caribbean. Hmm. But I think because Trump lost in such close proximity to Joe Biden's numbers, mm-hmm. we need to realize that it's going to be just like what Jody said, it's going to be so hard for the Republicans to distance themselves from Trump and his policies. So this Mm. is the Republican party. And because this is the Republican party, I'm going to need Joe Biden to stop talking about having Republicans on his cabinet to working with Republicans, because that's the party that you, you, you want to bring in and have Mm. some type of like close bipartisan relationship with when they did Every single thing in their power to support and empower Trump, and yeah. not keep him under yeah. locks, and causing hundreds of thousands of people to die—quite literally, causing children to mm-hmm. be locked in cages—a res- like a re- not even like not even a, like a resurgence of like white supremacist like violence, but a support to white supremacist violence because that violence has always been there, but verbally yeah. supporting it. Like these are not the people who you need to be talking about putting on your cabinet. Look at people who actually support your ass during this campaign and fought for you despite not agreeing with your policy, AOC, like and put them on your cabinet and talk about like let's reunite like fuck the world, like the country why don't you just reunite the Democratic Party so that way we're all on the same page and we all feel heard and then we can figure out what we we'll <laughs> do about these Republicans because, girl, they need to go sit in the corner for, like, four years and be quiet. I know.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you saying that. I, you know, because let's face <laughs> back, there are some Democrats out there who, who harbor some of the um, beliefs and ideologies, especially the race ones,
0: that Republicans mm-hmm. have. Yeah. You know? Yeah exactly like them saying like oh the reason why we lost is because of black lives matter protests fuck you how dare you you? how dare you say in one breath like in the same like not breath but like the same like your own voice like how dare you say the same person could say oh black people are the support of this base but their protests really fucked us up like fuck you (laughs) like Yeah. how about is you playing towards like abandoning democratic policies that made democrats not want to vote for your ass and also republicans not want to vote for you because there was a republican option for them to vote for so you're not going to Pull those people in nina turner said it best she was like you know stop looking for that elusive biden republican supporter they don't exist uh-huh, uh-huh. Quite yeah this, this whole guys, fight I is not try to this up so positive Pardon? I really tried to keep this episode positive, okay? <laughs> no, I was positive. It
1: was almost, this is me kind of turning into like teacher mode. No, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was positive. I mean, it's it's what we said was positive, but it's also, you know, the criticism that we're saying, if there, if you want to call it criticism, it's like, you know, it's we also gave suggestions in which it could have
0: a positive outcome. Yeah. Thank you. That's a nice you, way to look at it. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't Here's just a critique I solutions. Okay? We're offering solutions here too.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, every point that was made is valid. Mm-hmm. It's valid points. You know? Yeah. yeah.
0: Franny, yeah. I
1: think I cut you off. Were you gonna oh yeah, something? no. I, what what was I gonna say? I was gonna say, um, yeah. Basically, the the whole fight isn't over at this point. Like, we may feel like we're we're comfortable and we can, like, you know, let our hair hair down to be like, oh yeah, we're we're good. We have Biden and Kamala. But this is far from over. And even just in the sense uh-huh. of, you know, getting all of America on the same page as Trump is out of the White House, there is a new. President in town, and we got to get the our shit together to get this country back to where it needs or where it needs to be, because back is not where it needs to be either. So yeah. yeah, we just all have to be on the same page with that. But this is a work in progress. It's gonna have have to take, mm-hmm. like you said, some time. Yeah, yeah exactly. We won this round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. let's look at it that way. And there's many rounds to come mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a battle. We won the battle, mm-hmm. but we still do have a war Absolutely. we're fighting. Maybe quite literally a civil war that we're going to be fighting. So prepare I'll yourself. I'll
1: just keep growing my so, tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it
0: won't. However, my- whatever that means <laughs> to right? If that's buying mm-hmm. food and locking your ass in your house for you, mm-hmm. you do that. You, you protect yourself. I did
1: buy two giant tins of bougie olive oil. So I'm good if a war comes. <laughs> I can saute my veg.
0: <laughs> I got Sabria so. the other day for the weekend to celebrate by myself and I was quite happy for yes. the weekend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and that's all that I need is to feel safe. Yes. So there we go. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right, y'all. On that note, let's close the episode out. Okay. Is it my turn? <laughs> Yeah, it's your turn. (laughs) All right. Oops.
1: I lost my glasses. Let's put them back on. Um, (laughs) So, and on that note, (laughs) I'm happy to hear that you voted. And, um... You know, it's a brand new day. (laughs) If you enjoy this episode and you want to hear more, please hit that subscribe button so that you know when a new episode drops. And if you happen to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, why not leave us a review to tell us what you think about the show? Preferably a five-star review, but, you know, we'll take... 4.45. 4.45. There's like no pressure. Also remember to tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend to listen because we have some great episodes in the pipeline. Um, and if you need to, you know, and don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms. We can be found on Instagram at Black Culture underscore Black Thought and on Facebook at Black Culture Black Thought. Um, I think I got it all. Did I get? Did I get it all? Yeah, you got it all. Cool. So with that, we're going to say bye. 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 bye.